the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up time. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time and Such a time as all the names they had for God in the Old Testament, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Sikkanu, they knew him as their banner, their shield, their warrior, their healer, their redeemer. They knew God as all these different names because he brought them through these difficult challenges. It could be a time God is really, really sanctifying you and, and, and conforming you and changing you because during that time also, that's where he gets out the chipping hammer and, and it, let's, let's knock some of that pride off get humble he just chips that away chips that away as we get older too you start to realize this body's kind of falling apart thank you for joining us here at west side christian fellowship located in leona valley california one hour north of los angeles today on regaining lost ground we hear the second and final part of this timely message from pastor shane titled god warrior protector provider charles spurgeon once said We have all things and abound, not because I have a good store of money in the bank, not because I have skill and wit with which to win my bread, but because the Lord is my shepherd. Join us today as Pastor Shane brings the truth of God's living word, conveying the goodness and trustworthy character of God. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. Psalm 65, praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion. So praise is awaiting you. Oh God, in other words, I'm going to praise you, God. And Zion was when they would get to the temple, they would get to the holy place. And to you, the vow shall be performed. Whatever they vowed, it will happen. And that's a good reminder to us today what Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. The New Testament doesn't really encourage making a vow to God and vowing this and vowing. But let your yes be yes and your no be no. Oh, you who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. Lord, my sins, my iniquities prevail against me as for all my transgressions, but you will provide atonement for them. Even the Psalms was thinking about Jesus. And there's a lot of, of references to Jesus in the Bible we should go through sometime. But back then, remember, how would they cover the sins of the people? How, how, were, how were your sins covered in the Old Testament? They would shed the blood of bulls and goats and rams, and, and this blood would provide a temporary covering of the sin. So there's always the blood, always the blood, never enough. It's never going to be satisfied. It was a temporary foreshadowing of what was to come with Christ. The final sacrifice. Blessed is that man whom you choose 
Blessed is the man you choose and cause to, and cause to approach you that he may dwell in your courts. There's another verse, dwell in your courts. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart and who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. It is possible not to go into the courts of heaven now, but you can experience God in more profound and powerful ways than the normal Christian. If you seek him, you find him. Who may ascend into my my holy hill and, and have my presence there? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, and he's not sworn to an idol, but he loves me. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. Then verse 5. By awesome deeds and righteousness you will answer us. Oh God of our salvation. Basically saying God is going to answer us by righteous deeds. You who are the confidence of all the ends of the earth. And of the far and far off seas. Basically, he's just reminding himself. He's not reminding God. He's reminding himself how awesome God is. You establish the mountains by your strength, being clothed with power. You who still the noises of the sea, God can make the seas calm. And the tumult of the people, that word is, is like a, is like a tumult is, is confusion. It's like an uproar of the people. God can calm all of that. They also who dwell in the farthest parts are afraid of your signs. You make the outgoings of the morning and the evenings rejoice. He's basically pondering and and taking all this in. Then verse 9, you visit the earth and water it. Isn't that interesting? Have you ever, have you ever studied that, that cycle of how the earth gets water? I mean, that, that in and of itself shows there's some design here, you know. Let's see, it's this evaporation from the ocean goes up into the, the clouds, and, and the clouds kind of come over to where we're at, and then they go, they go over, and then they go into Big Bear and Arrowhead and up towards Mammoth Lakes and tons of snow, hopefully more again this year. And then that snow melts and provides water for the whole summer and then makes it, its way back to the ocean. And that, that cycle is repeated again and again. God knew what He was doing. So He visits the earth and waters it. He enriches it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain. So now we're seeing God as a provider. That's why the title of this message, God is warrior and provider and protector. So He's providing the grain. And if you think about it, God provided and still does, of course, but provided everything. Without the rain, they couldn't grow the crops. Without the seed, they couldn't do anything. Without the soil having the nourishment to, to, to feed the crops, they wouldn't grow. If the rain was too late or too early, if it was too much water, not enough, it's just, just enough to keep everything going. You water it abundantly. You settle its furrows. You make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. Verse 11, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are also covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. So he's reminding himself and he's reminding us of God's provision. So important. And then verse 16 or 14. 
That's it too. Okay. So next slide. Key takeaways from verse one. Find a, find a place of praise. There needs to be somewhere in your life where you need to go and you need to, to have that alone time with God. It can be in your car. If, if you're me, then you can go in a room and put earplugs in because I have five kids. Or an office or, or take a walk. There's a, there's a place, like he said in verse one, I go to Zion and I worship you. Find that place. Jesus said, go into your secret place and shut the door and there God will begin to reward you openly. Folks, there's a place. I know I say this a lot, but there's a place where God will meet you. There's a place where God will sustain you. There's a place where God, will, the God, the creator of heaven and earth will hear your prayers. We might not get them answered as quickly as we'd like or even answered at all because God knows what's best for us. But find that place. Number two, keep commitments. Keep commitments. We learned that about the vow. Blessed is the man who keeps them. Actually, the psalm says, blessed is the man who swears to his own hurt. You know what that means? It's like, oh, I know I said that. How often do we do that now? And I've seen in my lifetime, from when I was a little kid at my dad's era, of, of a man's word meant something and that's all you really needed to now it's pathetic. I mean, hey, I'm going to be there to help you set up whatever and then no show. Or I want, I'll do this and no show. I'll start this and no show. It's just like, it's like, it's no big deal now. But in Bible times and even now, I believe God doesn't change. Our word still means a lot. I don't know about you, but I want to be a person who know they know, okay, when Shane says this, this is what he means. Because if you don't have that, you don't have a lot. You don't have a lot. If you can't keep your word, if you're always making up excuses, always sick so you can't go do this, and, and I'm too busy, and, and keep your word. God will honor that. God will bless that. Very good takeaway. And then number three, sin fascinates before it assassinates. Always remember that about sin. It always looks enticing. It always looks appealing. It always fascinates before it assassinates. And then there is something I want to talk about on the next screen because we spent a lot of that chapter about God providing. God providing. Anybody need God God to provide anything? Provision? And isn't it interesting, as a pastor, I see this all the time. Somebody's very well off, but not very close to the Lord. And others are not doing great financially, but they're on fire for God. It's, it's, so we cannot ever rate it provision on, 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 uh, spirituality. The more spiritual you are, the more blessed you are. Uh, it doesn't work that way, but there are some keys for being for God providing for you because he talked about God will provide the rain he will provide the the the, uh, the the things that you need but when it comes to this topic it's important number one we have to distinguish want versus need there could here's could be some hindrances to why God is not providing right now for you whether it's financially or something want versus need how many can relate especially at Christmas time I want Versus I need. <laughs> I haven't seen God fail on the I needs. 
because he promised, you know, there will be difficult seasons, but he will keep a roof over our head and food. But it's the wants, the wants that we seem to cry about sometimes. Well, God's not providing. I want this. I want this. We have to make sure, is it a need, a genuine need? And then number two, there are seasons of provision, but there are also seasons of famine. So sometimes when you're in a very hard spot, it could just be a season. It doesn't mean God doesn't love you. It doesn't mean you're in sin. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It's just a hard season. Amen? Anybody been there? I mean, because I've had different jobs before this and construction and different, you know, I saw the, 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 well, well, we're doing really good. And then, uh oh, kind of put on the brakes, provision. And there are different lifestyles. Some people have a really good job for a really long time. Other people don't. It's where God has them at this particular junction. So you have to always keep that in mind. There are seasons for provision. And they come and go. The rain rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. Number three, this is, I have to talk about it because it's so true. Sin in our life, besetting sin, you know what that is? Sin that you don't want to deal with? Or you just keep caving in like, I'm going to just, I don't care. I'm going to keep, I'm unrepentant. I'm not really changing. Besetting sin. Sometimes God will withhold things to get our attention. Has God ever woke you up by withholding things? Sin has consequences. And if, and if, and if it's not dealt with, he might begin to withhold. He might begin to, because without God spanking us, we sometimes don't change. So you get that notice. Hey, we're going to have to let you go. Oh, now that doesn't mean it's always connected to sin. Of course not. But sometimes, the lack of provision, and we could go through some scriptures on how throughout the you know Deuteronomy and the children of Israel, when they are in rebellion or in sin, God would withdraw, withhold the provision. And then when there was a repentance took place, they would again, God would again bring provision. And I've seen it. Even our attitudes can be sinful. Did you know that? We forget about the secret sins that are inside the heart that can really, really begin to um, manifest themselves in ugly ways. For example, you know, bitterness, if we're just always bitter or envious or jealous, or we just have a, just a, we're just a critical heart or we're a gossiper. And, and we know these things, but we're not working on them. Could it be that God with, withholds some of the provision to, to get us to really wake up? Yes, sin will definitely, definitely hinder our prayers if we're not, if we're not repenting and, and asking God to cleanse us and, and Lord help me in this area if we're just in rebellion. What about the verse that says, my hand is not short, that I cannot save you, my ear is not heavy, that I cannot hear you, but your sins have separated me from you so that I, I can't hear you. I, I know you need that provision. I know you need that prayer answer, but I, I, you, th- there's something separating us and you need to deal with it via repentance. There's so many scriptures on that. And again, it's not the only way, but it is one. I know in my own life, God has really changed course over the years, especially when I was younger. 
because of sin, he would withdraw things until it really woke me up. Because when we're not, when we're comfortable, we don't really want to change much. That's why it's hard for a rich man to enter heaven. Have you ever thought about that? Why is it hard? Jesus said it's hard for a rich man to enter heaven. And then the disciples said, well, then who can be saved? That's impossible. Who can be saved? Why is it hard? Because when a person's very wealthy, they have no need for God. They're self-sufficient. They are um, self-reliant. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. And I know this is a hard topic, but it, it, it needs to be said. Sometimes God gets us out of that comfort zone to wake us up. Comfort is not always good for the Christian. Comfort is what got the children of Israel in trouble. Comfort is what got the Corinthians in trouble. Comfort is what is because we're comfortable, we become automatically kind of lazy. We lose our vigilance. We lose our fight. And for many of you, if you're watching a lot of these videos now, they're going viral on, uh, do you ever see those guys jumping in, in cold ice water baths? It's real popular right now. You know what I'm talking about? Cold water therapy. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, the reason, the reason that is important and it's kind of good. I mean, I haven't tried it yet. It's a little, I've tried, but it's, it's a little tough. Um, but it shocks the body. It shocks the body. And as a result, the body, there's an immune response. And if you ever try it, you can't get angry afterwards. You're like, there's like a, a excitement, a joy, a rush, and it shocks the body. There's an immune response and you're not comfortable or you're kind of walking a lot and the body has to do it. It's not used to that. Or you, or you fast. Fasting turns the body into a, a machine because they're, they're, it, it's, it's not comfortable. And so it responds. And usually the, the more healthy a person is, the more active they are. The more uncomfortable they are, the, the rock climbers or the hikers or the, the guys that are doing hard things and they're, 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 the body, their body's not comfortable. And they're saying that, the, the, you know, it's, it's in a, and it's a former couch potato and still struggle with it. Anybody relate? That's not good for the body. What's the old saying? If you don't use it, it's very true. So in the same way, spiritually speaking, as physically speaking, that's why, that's why I often say the physical and the spiritual run pretty close parallels. So in the same way, spiritually speaking, <coughs> we need to come out of that comfort zone. And God will wake us up sometimes by doing certain things. Number four, do all of you know what sanctification is? I'll just assume not. Sanctification, in simple terms, is the process of becoming Christ-like. And I don't want to give you bad news tonight, but you never arrive on this side of heaven. You agree? Anybody arrived yet? You want to you want to give a testimony to how you accomplish that? So it's a process. So salvation saved. The Holy Spirit comes in. You're saved. You're a believer. You love the Lord. But now sanctification is a process of, and sometimes you're walking forward. You take a couple steps back. You need to get back up. And, and so you change. I hope I'm a little bit 
more like Christ than I was five years ago or 10 years ago, definitely 20 years ago, right? So it's a process of change. And you, as you get older, you should be, you should be more like Christ. You should be more humble, more gracious, uh, not um, the things you used to say. You're not as critical. You know, you're, you're growing in the Lord. And if you're not growing, you're stagnant. And that's not a good spot to be. So when it comes to provision, God will often use challenging times to grow us spiritually. <clears throat> How many can relate to that? You probably grew spiritually, not when it was easy, but when it was difficult. You don't, you don't, you don't grow spiritually often when it's just easy and comfortable all the time. And it's the, it's almost like the muscle training for the body, spiritually speaking. So sanctification multiplies, increases during the difficult season. So sometimes it's good that we're going through a lack of provision because that lack of provision drops me to my knees, cleans my heart, repentance takes place. I grow spiritually. Lord, I don't, I I have to trust you. I have to trust you. And you can see a marked difference when somebody knows God as healer. All the names they had for God in the Old Testament, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Sick Canoe. All the, they knew him as their banner, their shield, their warrior, their healer, their redeemer. They knew God as all these different names because he brought them through these difficult challenges. That could be a time where God is really, really sanctifying you and, and, and conforming you and changing you because during that time also, that's where he gets out the chipping hammer and, and, and let's, let's knock some of that pride off. Have you ever been 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 on the, the 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 block there with God chipping you and or the potter's wheel? That's how it works. You get humble, he just chips that away, chips that away. As we get older too, you start to realize this this body's kind of falling apart. Keeps you humble, going through difficult seasons. And remember, you don't eat the fruit right after you plant the seed. <clears throat> I remember when the kids were young, you've probably seen this. It's so cute. You know, you plant a little, I don't know, watermelon seed. Those things can grow. You saw it right up by our driveway. Unbelievable. But it's like, every day they go check that thing. I'm like, guys, is, what, what are you doing? What, we're, and they like just sit down in the grass. And, every day, where's the watermelons come? When's the watermelon? Like, like, well, let's look online. 90 days. 90 days. Dad, oh my gosh, 90, that's like forever. And hop out of the car every time, check, check, check. And then finally, see that little green just kind of come out of the dirt. And they're all excited. And, and they think, now when's the watermelon grow? How's the watermelon grow on that? It takes time. It's going to be a while. And so, but we kind of get like that, don't we? God plants the seed. And it takes time. It takes time to come to fruition. So just remember that tonight. No matter what you're going through, it takes time. Or might God might be wanting you to repent of something He's been convicting you of. Maybe it could be an external sin, you know, where we where we walk, where our hands are you know, things, actions people see, or it could be an internal sin. And Jesus rebuked that a lot with the Pharisees. 
the hardness of their hearts, the, the pride in their hearts, and the critical spirit, and not very gentle and loving. And, and that's just a time to, to repent and let God cleanse us and, and restore a lot of things in our lives that might have been damaged or that, that we lost. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your Listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.